Hello friends, welcome to the show. Today I want to talk to you about one of my favorite recent analogies, red versus blue Gatorade. Now we all understand the concept of correlation versus causation. The prime example for this is in the summertime, ice cream sales go up, but crime goes up as well. They've done research, ice cream sales do not impact crime rates and crime rates do not impact ice cream sales. However, they are correlated because they both increase in the summertime. We all understand this. Uh, we've all you know, retweeted it, things like that. But I still think at a deeper level, we still get confused or we struggle with decision making when it comes to correlation versus causation. One of the analogies that I came up with is red versus blue Gatorade. Let's say for an example, you have an athlete uh, who prefers red Gatorade on game day. This athlete thinks red Gatorade allows them to jump higher, run faster, and perform better. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this. At a surface level, give them red Gatorade all they want. It's, it allows them to think they're doing better. It's a small sacrifice. And as we'll talk later in this episode, the risk reward is in our favor. Now, personally, I think blue Gatorade is better. You can argue with me that on Twitter, but that's not the point here. Um, so red versus blue Gatorade. Now, uh, I, the risk reward factor here, let's go through that. So you have uh, the cost. The cost is not a factor here because red versus blue is the same price. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's no time cost involved. The opportunity cost is none. There's no injury risk. It's the same exact product. It's simply different, a different color. The only risk that I can really think of is if an athlete performs worse when they don't have red Gatorade. Now, sometimes you get to a game and there's no red Gatorade or you have a different color, there's just, you just bring water, whatever. So as long as the athlete isn't having any, and I know it sounds silly, but athletes can be very superstitious. They like things a certain way. They do things in a certain order. So as long as there's no psychological impact, and if there is, then the athlete really has to work on that because something as trivial as the color of the fluid that they're drinking should not impact their performance. So in terms of risk, the only real risk is, is of that. Now, well, from a decision-making standpoint, from rehab professional, or if you're coach, trainer, whatever, is when you start telling other people you need to have red Gatorade instead of blue because this athlete benefited from it. Logically, it doesn't make sense. From a research standpoint, it doesn't make sense. From an anecdote, you have one athlete who benefits from having red Gatorade versus blue Gatorade. And I think, and I know this sounds crazy, it's like, why would I ever tell that? We do this a lot in training and in rehab, where we have a little bit of success with a certain modality, exercise selection, training philosophy, whatever. We have limited success with it. Uh, the research is unknown. Logically, might make sense, might not make sense. But then we start telling other people, you have to do it this way because it worked for me in this instance. Everyone works with a different population. Everyone has different goals, different parameters, different uh, logistics. So we have to be careful when we're decision making of what we're putting our values in. And the three factors that I really like to consider are research, personal anecdote, and logic. Logically, you can argue almost anything to make it sound sense. But if no one has success with it, and the research doesn't back it up, it's going to fall apart. Research can show a lot of different things. But if logically it doesn't make sense, or if you tried and it doesn't work, then it's not going to hold up. Personal anecdote is probably the most variable. You can have 
the best amount of success in your life with red Gatorade, even though research doesn't support that and logically it doesn't make sense. So when you combine all three, I think that is the best case scenario in order to make your decisions. Another thing you have to consider in decision making is your risk reward. So we kind of already talked about this through with the Gatorade example. But in training and rehab, you can do the same thing. And I'll give you an example with foam rolling. So with foam rolling, we'll look at a couple different factors. The first one is cost. Cost, it's it's not very much. It's $20 to $30 for a foam roller. So for an individual, not a big deal. However, if you have a group of 100 kids and they all need a foam roll at the exact same time, that's a significant cost. So there's ways you can get around that where you have stations or you get kids to do it on their own time. But cost, typically not the biggest factor uh, in terms of risk. Time, again, we can make this a five-minute session, 10-minute session, whatever it might be. The kids can come in or athletes can come in before the session, stay after the session, do it on their own, whatever. Time's really not a big deal. The problem with risk with time is that if athletes start spending most of their session doing foam rolling and not working on the physical attributes to make them a better athlete. So good coach, good program, time's not going to be a factor. Opportunity costs. Now this might come into play a little bit if you are limited on time. If you're limited on time, foam rolling is not the number one factor that you need to work on in the weight room, in your training, in your rehab. Uh, so if you have different constraints, there could be some opportunity costs with it. Injury factor, I've never seen anyone get hurt using a foam roller. Uh, I'm sure there's examples out there, but injury factor is in our favor too. So Risk reward with foam rolling, I would say it's a low, uh, it's a low risk if there's any risk at all, and then the reward is medium to potentially high, depends on how the actor or the the athlete, not the actor. Actors would benefit from it too, but athletes could really benefit from it. So, if you're deciding whether you want to do more or less foam rolling in your program, go through a risk reward analysis, and that's where you end up. Now, the beauty of Sports performance, it's part art and part science. Everyone's going to come to a different conclusion, a different, they're going to have different examples. They're going to different logic, different research. So as long as you can learn from others of what their experiences are and incorporating that into your own setting, that is when we get progressive. That's when we move the field forward. The trouble is when we sit in our corners and we shoot flaming arrows at each other because we all have different risk reward analysis, we all have different experience, different logic, and we look at different research. So the more we can work together on this stuff, the better we can advance the field forward. I hope this analogy of red versus blue Gatorade works well for you. I hope you use it with your athletes. Um, make sure that they prefer blue Gatorade because it is superior. But thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure you listen uh, to all my future episodes um, on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. And then interact with me on social media. I love getting messages from coaches, uh, PTs, trainers, uh, whoever. Um, uh, you can follow me on social at Tom Brobeck, Instagram and Twitter. Thanks so much. And let's continue getting better every day.